Right, next Friday, the 22nd of July. Hopefully the weather will have died down a little bit by then and it'll be more pleasant conditions to be playing cricket. But there's a big day down at Brentwood at the Old County Ground. Uh, the PCA Masters are coming to town and they are bringing with them some of the biggest names in cricket. And as big names go, there is no bigger name than Sir Vivian Richards. But unfortunately, he couldn't be with us. So the next biggest name is Alex Tudor. Alex, you're looking forward to it, my friend. Mate, how could you put me and Sir Viv in the same <laughs> sentence? Man? What are you doing to me, man? <laughs> Viv in, my me. Book, in my book, it's, listen, it's a fake uh, paper uh, between you. Oh, man, listen, um, we do look forward to it. I mean, it's a date when it goes in a diary. It's when's, when's Brentwood. And it's one of those ones where the lads go, okay, I need to try and make sure that I'm resembly fit. As in, because you don't want to embarrass yourself. Because obviously, look, they're a good club. They have some good youngsters. Um, they're, you know, being at Essex, they've got a bit of chirp on them. You know what I mean? And uh, it can get a little bit tasty on the pitch and in the marquee. But it's a day we, we look forward to. It's always going to be a bit of fun. We've got a bit of young blood turning up. So I'm a little bit more happy about, you know, the likes of a few that I'm sure you'll mention that we've got in the lineup. So, yeah, we say bring it. You know, hopefully the sun will shine, but not 30-odd degrees. That will be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but but we're, looking for a, we're looking for a great day. Normally, it's well-supported. Look, it's a big club. Um, come and support it. You know, they, they, they spend their money wisely um, for the fervent of their club, be it clubhouse, getting youngsters in, um, which is great. Um, it should be a great day. As you said, there's some big names on show, people that you regularly might not see. Um, so come along, get some autographs, get some photos, selfies, all that type of thing, and and, and cheer us on. Webby, you all set? Oh, looking forward to it, mate. It's you know, if it goes in, uh, if it goes in the players' diary early on. It's it's certainly one that we always look forward to from the from the end of the previous game. Uh, yeah, we're we're buzzing for it. And like Jude says, some of the some of the names that they got on the list this year. Go on, you got really really exciting. So head headlining. Uh, with great respect to everyone else, obviously, headlining is Alex Tudor. Um, but, <laughs> but after Tudor, I mean, Ian Bell apparently is making his uh, his debut for the PCA. And I've got to correct you, Darren, it's the PCA England legends now. They're not the That's Masters, right. no, because apparently that makes it. them sound too old. Correct. So it's, it's the England legends. So it's Ian Bell making his debut. Ravi Bopara, I understand, is, uh, is putting in an appearance, which Ooh. is surely unfair. That's, you know, I know, I know he comes under legend status, but he's still playing for God's sake. Um, yeah, Jonathan Trott is on the list. Um, who else? They've got some serious pace. They've got Stuart Meeker and Dirk, Jay Dernbach with the ball and Hughes, obviously. So I think the only thing they haven't got, and this might be a godsend to to Alex's knees, is a wicketkeeper. I think that's the only. That's the only gap oh, at the moment, and we're going to exploit that. I don't know how, oh, but no. that's the only chance that we've got, I think. God damn. No keeper? What's going on? <laughs> no, no, no Colonel Mustard? Is Mustard not down? Oh, my God, I'm going to have to... What about Grind Jones? Isn't Grind Jones coming? Grind's a fireman. Ah. Colonel, Colonel Mustard forgot that he was going on holiday. And he's on, um, he's most probably, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. See, it happens when you've got families, isn't it? That's what happens. <laughs> yeah, the kids... Yeah. The kids, kids don't care about this big day at bloody Brentwood, do they? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. like, come on. We haven't got yeah. beach, unfortunately. Oh, man. Oh. And we're but trying to line yeah. up a couple of little uh, guest appearances, aren't we, that they don't know about. Not to play, but uh, hopefully in the commentary up. box, there'll be a couple of... It would be of, nice. Uh, yeah, it would be nice. I mean, Ed Giddens does a wonderful job with the microphone. He does. And he does. has done he for does. many years for us. Um, but if we can if we can use some of our contacts, Aaron, and I can get... I don't even know if I want to name them, because... Or should well, I just shame them One of them's from Burnley and uh, plays a good bass guitar. All right, okay. Yeah, I, um, the, other one, the other one is not a baker. No. But yeah. <laughs> it's he's a similar mate of yours from the Oval. That's right. And his dad Are played for England. Okay, all right. Is that what you're hoping? All right, okay. He's not a baker. Mm. He's a... All right, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and they're both they're both pretty handy, not only with the guitar but with the microphone as well. So he, yeah. he's pretty, he's pretty tasty. Are you trying to get Mark? Are you? We are. Yeah. All yeah. right. Wow, that'd be fantastic. It's Charlie I mean, Dagnall. All daggers, daggers is quality. I'm with yeah. him on Saturday. I'm with him on Saturday. We're doing finals day, and um, he's been quality. But you know, if you get like him and Butch, I mean, geez, I mean that then takes the event to the next level because you've got two quality guys on the mic. You know, having some fun, having good banter. And I think the way that they go about it is as good as it gets at the minute. You know, you yeah. have your goats for me. You have your goats, which are Nasser and Affers. For me, the goats. Yeah. When it comes to commentary. <clears throat> and being lucky enough to see them at work and just seeing how they do it just so effortlessly um, is great. But then, you know, what Butch, Daggers, Nick Knight, those guys do is is is, is fantastic. I think I used to play for Brentwood in the old days. He did, yeah, yeah. Back in the day when he was Essex yeah. Twos, he was he was one of our boys. Yeah, well, that's be- before he went to Warwickshire. Uh, yeah. Give us a bit Sorry, of um, colour on the PCA and uh, who they are, what they do, and, and what it all means. Yeah, listen, look, the Professional Cricket Association PCA. So it's been going on for years, and. Jason Ratcliffe, who was the deputy chief exec when Ratters. when I when I Ratters, lovely guy. He he had been there for thirteen years, and literally when I came out the game, he 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 was the first phone call. He called me, said, "Choose, I think being part of this setup would be great for you. Make you an ambassador. Um, you're still young enough, you know. Get to play with Hickey and those, you know, Matthew Maynard, Nico Ramps, these type of guys. Uh, well, Ramps was still playing, to be fair, so." But Hickey had been out the game, uh, Matthew Maynard, Phil DeFreitas, you know, Devon Malcolm, the likes. And I was like, oh, well, of course I'll do that. And just to see on the playing side what we do, but also what they do in the background. So you now have guys who are thinking about a career outside of cricket because you always have to think about what happens if you retire or, you know, heaven forbid you get released or whatever. What am I going to do with my career afterwards? So the PCA now, <coughs> excuse me, um, set up the guys, be it whatever field they want to go into. Um, you know, they set it up to them, send them on courses. Um, you then get players that may be falling on hard times, be it once they've left the game, not quite knowing what to do. Guys who have fallen on hard times med- medically, either themselves or their kids, loved ones, and, and, they, and they hook them up, they sort them out. They look after them, make sure they're getting the right care, and and it's invaluable the work that they put in for this trust. So, you know, over the years they've helped so many people. You know, 
Um, you can think of Winston Davis. You know, there's um, a, a young guy. Forgive me. I always, when you're live, you forget names. But um, Spinner Smith at Gloucester, um, who lost his wife. Keith Newell, who used to play at Gloucester. Um, Glamorgan, you know, his, his child was ill and needed help. And there's been many others that I've missed out, so forgive me. But there's been many others that have seeked the care and had the care of the PCA. Um, and it's been, it's been fantastic that they've been able to, to lean on them for help. That's amazing. It's amazing. And, uh, yeah, good old Ratters. I know him, uh, not as well as you do, but, um, mm. yeah, when, uh, when I did uh, Ravi's benefit year a few years yeah. ago, um, he was a great help because we, uh, we raised money for the PCA as part of that. So, um, uh, he was, he was really good top bloke. So, uh, so it's looking like it's going to be a good day. It's usually quite competitive as well, isn't it? Despite all the, <laughs> all of the strutting about and people taking it lightly, once the, that ball starts coming down, um, well, well, we always, well, we always. I mean, listen. To be fair, we prefer it if it's not that serious. But then, I suppose <coughs> for young club, club cricketers, they either want to challenge themselves, or they want to take a name down, or I suppose they want to be able to say, "Well, I did this, I did that." So all of a sudden, it gets a little bit competitive. So then, all of a sudden, you have pride, and you don't want to embarrass yourself. Um. But then we sort of think, well, we can't quite do what we used to do. <laughs> so then you've got to try and use a bit of knowledge and experience. But then we always find that our bodies afterwards are in a terrible place. Um, and then Stephen, you our manager, starts getting phone calls going like, well, yeah, struggling to play next week. Because <laughs> you do, you put your body online. But listen, I, I get it. I understand it. Um, I mean, we're at a stage now where we say, look, just we're having a bit of fun. Look, you hit some... Fours and sixes, we hit some fours and sixes. You'll see a few of the people that you used to see on TV have a bowl. Um, if you've got any youngsters, play them. It's a great shop window for them to, you know, showcase themselves against people that are either still in the game. You know, Jonathan Trott is a coach at Warwickshire. Ravi is still playing. Ian Bell is in the development of his, of his coaching with the England Lions and all this sort of thing. If you impress those then it's a shop window, really, and like an audition. If you do things in the right way, you're doing it in front of people that have big say within the game. So if you do it right and do it in a way that they like, who knows, you might bypass a hell of a lot of nets and trials and all that type of thing. And sometimes not what you know, it's who you know. And if you do the right things in front of the right person, you just never know. I think Juice is trying to get me to play a young side, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> hey, chairman all i'm trying to do is just put it out there and say Listen. <laughs> now we've got we've got a good balance side this year we, we've yeah. got a few first team boys we've got a few seconds thirds fourths chris um, green adam zampa <laughs> <laughs> no zampa's yeah. unfortunately he's going straight to cardiff but green green will be playing yeah so he's uh he's our star oh, oh great i love greeny in a way I, i'm not taking any did you say chris green yeah. yeah, I'm taking no photos near that bloke. I've taken <laughs> one. Let's look at. Well, listen. If you want Charles Dagnall to come, all you need to say is Chris Green's going to be there. He has a man crush on Chris Green, like every other cricketer has a man crush on Chris Green. And and God damn, the boy is good looking. I said, <laughs> if you've got if you've got women and like ladies that you love. 
do not introduce them to him because <laughs> you're losing them because the guy is just good looking. And I'm, a, you know, and I'm saying that as a straight man. Um, sometimes, sometimes you just got to hold your hands up and say, he's a good looking man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're with Daggers on Saturday, so you, you can... Uh... You can break that news. Oh to man, him. I'll, I'll break that news to him. I'll tell him. He'll, he'll, yeah, I'll tell him. Speak. Tell him, and tell him to come down. Leave his bass guitar was, at home. But uh, yeah, that's just that's just the bait. That's the fee for him sorted straight there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just before we came on air, um, we haven't got an interesting conversation, which I'm quite keen to just uh, bring to our um, our listeners about your coaching these days at an independent school. Yeah. Um, and cricket is sort of got this perception of being deprived of the masses and being pushed through the independent schools, which is mm. not how it was when we were kids. Um, and um, But there's a push recently to kind of turn the tide a little bit. Now, we saw, we've seen the work that Ace are doing uh, with the Black British Kids, with Ebony Rainsford Brent and all of the crew there. Um, and also Freddie Flintoff now is uh, fronting this excellent documentary on the TV. Um, and it's it's shining quite an interesting light on everything, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Listen, it was a conversation um, during lockdown, actually. Uh, Fred, I've, listen, I've known Fred since the age of eight. Um, <coughs> and, you know, with two of his other best mates, uh, Robert Key, obviously he's the boss of everything now, and, yeah. uh, and, and Steve Harmison, we, we had a conversation. He, he wanted to, to pitch a show um, to the BBC. He, he, he felt this is the way he wanted to go. We just said, look, what is it? that you want to do. And he said, this is um, the way I want to do it. And we were like, yeah, listen, what if you need help? We're, we're right behind you. I mean, listen, we both came through the state sector. I mean, when Freddie, when Freddie and I were playing, we were the very rare ones that had come through state school. Um, but listen, it's not, listen, I don't want to, it's not a case of, because I work in independent school. It's not the independent school's fault. And I think when you hear people say, um, the majority of kids come through independent school. That's just the facts, man, because kids either get scholarships, you know, because these some schools go out there and they cherry pick who they want. They want the best. They want to be seen to be dominating in the independent sector and winning trophies and all that type of thing. So they all go out and they'll pick the best. And I think at one time, 10 out of the 11 England players had come through in the independent sector. But Fred and I were like, but you can't tell me that there's no kids in state school that couldn't play this great game of ours. And Fred says, right, what I want to do is to go out and show that given some love, given some resources, um, given some good coaching, that these kids can turn themselves into crickets. We're not saying they're going to go and play elite cricket, but just for them to, especially the kids that he's, he's, he's coming from, they're coming from, if anyone's seen the show um, on, on BBC, uh, Gift just giving it a little plug. Um, you can always watch it on iPlayer. Um, episode two was episode two was on Tuesday, um, but it's just to see the background is there's heartwarming stories of these young kids that a they didn't even know who Freddie was, and to be fair, you know everyone knows who Freddie is, but these kids had no idea who he was. They had to Google who Freddie Flintoff was, so God knows who they thought who I was. But um, <laughs> with Richards, apparently, oh geez, <laughs> listen, um, these kids. Just they've been in and out of hostels, expelled from school. One lad, um, Adnan, you know, was able to get away from Afghanistan. Listen, it's just stories that are heartwarming and just you, you, you just, you, you know, we need to hear, 
you know, you feel like sometimes with society, you think, I give up. And then you hear these stories and you just see what it's doing for them. And the game of cricket does so much as in regards of it brings people together like a family. And you, you, you see the kids in front of your eyes on screen, bonding, different nationalities, you know, race, nothing's coming into it. All they see is that they're coming together as a team and they're willing each other on and they, and they want to do well. And that's what our great game does. And, you know, being able to give that to kids that will never, ever, it wasn't even on their radar. It's been fantastic. So I applaud Freddie. I applaud Freddie. I'm happy that he asked me to be a part of it. Um, he's done great work. And it's something that people in power need to look at because I, m- me growing up, I had youth clubs and all these things to go to. Well, these kids don't really have that now. You know, the government took that all away ages ago. And, you know, they wanted to build more housing and all this type of things. All these things went. They took the money away. Um, so these kids didn't have nowhere to go. They didn't have people helping them to unearth some talent that there obviously was. You know, they don't have money like the independent schools to to get nets and bowling machines and the, the type of coaches that the independent schools are able to do. So, you know, unless you have a very enthusiastic teacher, you know, and they don't really get to see it on TV. I mean, they'll get to see some cricket on TV because the 100, um, like, was last year, and even the kids at my school fell in love with it. it. was like, oh, that was great. They were able to go there. The pricing was fantastic, which was good. Um, so the kids will go out and see that. And that's also something we have to look at, the ticket pricing for test matches and one-day internationals. And, you know, how are we how are we trying to get the next generation infused if tickets are 150, 160 quid? Well, straight away, you're turning away a demographic of people that ain't going to be able to afford to do that. So it's foolishness, you know. So, you know, I understand, you know, money makes the world go round. But at some stage, I always say, what's enough? What is enough? You know, there's too much greed in the world. And um, as I always say, everybody has to eat. And if everyone's able to eat, then we'll see a much better place for me. I think you're right. I think get get it back on TV get more of it back on TV, get more people watching it. If they watch it, they're going to go down the local, whatever, green. When I was a kid, with any little bit, and we put a tin can, a dustbin or something, and put some stumps well, on it or whatever. So you said, kids do what they want to see, right? How many times, uh, as I said, when Wimbledon was on, how many tennis courts do you see empty when Wimbledon's yeah. going on? Everyone wants to play tennis. Everyone's putting some bags down. Everyone's hitting some balls over and stuff like that. The same with um, af- um, when the Olympics is on or the Euros, you know, everyone's doing some running, everyone's sprinting, everyone wants to do, you know, 50 yards, because that's what they see. I mean, yeah. it's not rocket it's not rocket science. I understand that, you know, these big firms put a lot of money in. I get it in it. I, I get it. I do get it. Obviously, I'm a part of the juggernaut that does it. But I just think... Come on, man. You know, what's enough? What's enough? It can, be, it, can, it can be done. Yeah, it is. And I'm sure there's people thinking about it, but then, you know, you're talking about players' wages and administrators and all this type of thing and TV deals. And I mean, obviously the money helps, but I, I don't quite know if it filters down as much as it should do. 
Well, one of the good things that's come out of this since um, TV has got, uh, since cricket has gone behind the paywall, is the growth of T20. And this weekend is T20 finals day, and I believe you are involved. Yeah, I am. Yes, it's the, I suppose, the showpiece day for, you know, county cricketers where their name can be out in lights on that on 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 finals day. House, you know, names that are not household can become household if, you know, some sort of brilliance is a packed house at Edgebaston, you know, the Holly stand with in that heat, when <laughs> they start to let some liquor go, it's going to be vocal. It's going to be interesting. And it sort of mirrors as close to an international for these guys as it gets. Um, so it's a, it's a great day. Four teams be whittled down to two. Um, and, 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 and it's a great day. As they say, you know, we've got, we've got our, our, our finals, we've got a Roses match. Um, then we've got Hampshire and Somerset on the other side. It, it's it, it's looking good. It's looking good. There's four good teams there. Um, and but the only thing is, obviously, with all the cricket that's going on, I'm not too sure on if the big names, obviously, you're going to be missing Butler, you're missing Livingston, you're missing Root, you're missing Bearstow, you're missing Willie from Yorkshire and Lancashire. I mean, that's just to name a few. Harry yeah. Brook. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I, I'm sure one or two might be released. I'm sure that the lads themselves are going to want to ask to go and play in it. But then, obviously, that's when Robert Key is going to get <laughs> paid his big bucks, and he has to make a decision because I'm sure the phone, his phone's ever ringing, and um, Chapel and uh, Otis Gibson and the Hampshire coach and uh, Somerset coach are going to be on the phone, and they're going to be saying, look, who are you going to be releasing? It's our biggest day, you know, uh, and then he's, you know, he's got, he's got to make, have to make a decision. But into your point, if, they, if they're not playing, it's an even better opportunity for some younger yeah. lads or less, less well-known lads to, <coughs> to make an impact. Yeah, 100%. You're dead right. I mean, I did the, I was lucky enough to do this, uh, the Surrey-Yorkshire game at the Oval which I still can't believe Surrey lost. Game. But, but <laughs> anyway, anyway, but there were like 10 from 10 big names from both sides missing. And I said, listen, as much as the crowd or and maybe TV or whatever be wanting the big names, I said, what it does though, it gives an opportunity to someone that most probably wouldn't. And I was speaking with Darren Goff. I think his middle order consisted of like three second team players. But what an opportunity for these guys to come in you know, and in a big game in front of a big audience at the Oval, showcase what you can do. And there's no better learning than doing it in the middle, in the pressure situation, to take your team to a semi-final. And it makes men, it makes men out of these guys. It, it, it enhances their career. So all of a sudden, they're having an opportunity next year when you go into your contracts and stuff like that. You know, names that you might have had to wait two years down the line, all of a sudden, they're getting their day in the sun. Um, and all I say is make sure that you're ready when that opportunity comes and go take it. Well, talking of days in the sun, we are looking forward to the PCA Masters coming to... Oh, is it England Legends now we're called? Legends. Legends. England Legends coming to the old county ground at Brentwood. Um, <coughs> what time does it all start, Webby? Well, for those that are indulging in the, uh, in the marquee, and it's not too late to book if you're quick... You can still get in for the lunch. The champagne reception, which starts the days at yeah. midday. Um, I reckon the game will probably start 
Once it's cooled yes. down a bit. Yeah. Once it's cooled down a bit. Are we playing 25? Where are we doing 20? Ah, uh, 40, isn't it? I think we'll keep you in the dark <laughs> as long as possible. <laughs> guy's trying to finish me. He's trying to finish us off, isn't he? Really? <laughs> Listen, I'll be there early doors, skulking around the dressing room with a bottle of Mountain Gay, because I know that's your tipple. I might need it. I might need it. I think that's... <laughs> Like an anti-inflammatory for me now, Biggin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up there. Um, Tudes, many thanks for giving us your time this evening. And uh, pleasure, man. Pleasure. PCA England Legends against Brentwood at the county ground Friday the 22nd. Get down there early, take part, soak up the atmosphere, come and meet the guys. I'm sure everyone will be happy to do selfies and sign autographs. And, uh, yeah, a very fun social day. Uh, and all for a good cause as well. So uh, get yourself along Friday the 22nd of July. Tudes, many thanks. Pleasure. See you next week. See you, Mr. Webb. Take care. Thanks for listening to 98 Not Out, the cricket podcast. Please subscribe to the show in your podcast app to make sure you see the new episode each week as it appears in your feed. And if you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help us introduce the show to even more people. Thank you so much, and we'll catch you on the next episode.